From Dr. Black to Osei Kwame, the origin story of a legend. <laughs> nah, he's not a legend. Let's continue the story. Yo, welcome back to my podcast. It's okay. My name is Kwame and I'm a documentary filmmaker, photographer, and voiceover artist based in Accra, Ghana. And yes, I go tire you with this intro, sir. I mean, how else will the first time listeners know what I do and possibly bring me business? Huh? Anyway, if you're a first time listener, um, I suggest you check out the previous episodes because this is a continuation from the previous one and it'll be great for you to check those ones out first. For those of you who are ready to continue the buying of how I became a Sekwami last week, we're about to go to school at Rabodef Academy in Cantonment. So let's get there ASAP. Now, I don't remember the exact date, honestly, but I think it was mid or early September when the course started at Rabodef Academy in Cantonment. Now, we had moved from airport to Ashoman. I mean, my family, the whole family. So it was a very long commute, but man, look, I needed this. Like I said, I was hungry for this and I knew there was no way that I was going to let the opportunity that the course would provide slip. No way. I think we're about 24 in the class and everyone seemed to be there to have their own share of the radio presenter cake. I mean, the next big thing. And our first day in class, we were supposed to introduce ourselves, where we were from and what we wanted from this course. And I honestly didn't know what to say. And frankly, I don't remember what I said, but I think it made sense then. The class was a mixed group because, you know, we're from different places. And because of how competitive I was, I gauged everyone's introduction to see how fluent they were, their style, their tone and whatnot. And one by one, we took turns. So let's just say that by the time the introduction was done, I knew I only had to compete with myself. Not because everybody else sucked. No, it was so diverse that I didn't think anyone was after what I wanted. Everyone had theirs. The local language presenters, the entertainment presenters, the newsy sounding ones, the I'm going to try something new crew and whatnot. The only thing left to judge was how bad you really wanted it. That was the only competition. Everybody wanted it. That was it. What I loved about Rabodev was how practical the course was. Of course, we were being taught by the legendary Tommy and Unforcing. Now, this man gave us an intro to what we're about to study by doing a mock presentation that was so seamless and reeking of decades, you know, decades of experience. Charlie, all of a sudden, I was nervous. You know the kind of nerves that make you want to do a number two? Or it was just me that guess that. Charlie, I could feel it in my yam. Hey. <laughs> wow. Now while everybody was clapping in awe of his craft and, you know, just being all happy, I was just looking around at everyone wondering whether or not they could actually see the amount of pressure we were about to endure. Charlie Media, I wanted to excuse myself and use the washroom. I'm a yam crash. Hey. Now what is this? So he explained why we were there and what to expect and what he'd squeeze out of us by the time the course was done and that he'd make very fine broadcasters of us there was no reason to doubt this man Charlie. the man managed to balance so much humor and no nonsense that you knew you could trust him to deliver at the same time you didn't want that your lukewarm effort to get on his bad side now i couldn't believe that i was back in class like back in school so after sitting in class in ss then uni 
doing project works, thinking that by now I should be working in some marketing firm as a marketing officer or something. I'm back in another class. Okay. But this one was for eight weeks, so let's just do it. I know, boy. Remember when I said that it was a very practical rented course? Yeah, one third of the lecture room was occupied by a fully functioning radio studio or what it should look like. And we're going to learn how to get comfortable with the console and the microphones and the buttons and the gadgets. And it was an old school studio. So we had to learn how to change CDs, for example, while ad-libbing so that your, your audience wouldn't know and engage them. Let's just say that that didn't go so well for a lot of us. Nobody was a born or natural born octopus with tentacles that could do exactly what it had to do. And as the weeks passed, we got better, you know, uh, but not with, you know, that special whiteboard for buying and mistakes. It was a fun class. Like we learned to script, record ourselves, present, play music, um, watching others do it and either getting discouraged or feeling that you weren't going to suck that bad if somebody is buying so much. I'd always, always loved that, you know, high energy drive time style of radio upbeat music, fast-paced talking and wits and games and so on. So I'd practice everywhere possible. And Tommy and Forsen made it so that we'd be ready on call. So every day's challenge was on the spot. We'd write our script and present it with no prior idea of the theme that would be coming the next day. And it got better over time. It felt good, you know. All this while, I had it in my mind that as part of the things that we were offered, which is creating an audition CD at the end of the course for prospective employers to listen to and decide whether or not to hire you, that we'd be allowed to, you know, script our own audition style. So I was pumped and ready to do the drive time show that I was so comfortable with. Now the day came and he said, well, we are recording our auditions tomorrow and it's going to be the classic brunch style, which was slow and relaxing and full of Michael Bolton and Luther Vandross type songs. I was like, what the f***? Hey, ready me? That's who the idea, cat. Yo, like, I never experienced it. I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, boss, why wait till this point to pull the surprise? And can tell us from the beginning so that we can practice that style to wear. And the thing is, by the seventh week in class, I knew I was one of the strongest voices in class. I'd been nailing it back to back. Heck, look, my name hadn't even appeared on the buying board of fame. And at this point, well, I had no choice. I had to either record it or I left the school without an audition CD, which would be useless because as much as Tommy Annan Forsen's signature was credible enough on your certificates, employers needed to know if you'd done what you said you've gone to do. The previous day, we were given the assignment to go and script our final work and get ready for recording. Like, this is our finals. We're going to use the day for recording these auditions. Now, the scripting was easy. I mean, if you follow the format of the show and the structure, it's easy. However, I didn't feel very comfortable with the style, to be honest. So the day came and everyone seemed ready to go. Ready. Like, strangely, one after the other, my course mates were just nailing it and getting props from Mr. Forsen and, you know, the teaching assistant, Haruna, who was this giant dude I feared at first, only to realize later or to learn later that he was my age mate and even a friend of someone who was even very close to me so i had become really cool with him too then it was my turn 
my palm was sweaty and I was in such a hurry to add energy to it and just talk fast. Like, you know, I was doing a drive time show. I was completely thrown off. Bro, all my buying for the entire course duration happened on that day. Just a migbasa. Hey, what's going on? So me and Vossin, while lecturer was just like shocked. The music was too slow. I hadn't explored speaking slow and still commanding attention. So I fumbled, I fumbled and I knew, look, I knew that was it. If I'm going to walk out of here with this as my audition CD, I'm done. No job for me, Charlie. Eight weeks, all gone down the drain. Are you cut? Or was that really it? Find out what happens in the next episode with my finals. I don't know how my recording went. As well as how I ended up at Atlantis Radio as an intern. And trust me, it gets better. Of course, as always, I'd love to hear from you and interact as well on my social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fremi Kwame. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel, search for Ose Kwame. And make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, on Spotify, SoundCloud, and all accessible platforms to get notified when I upload a new episode. I got to say, thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next episode of Becoming a Sequami, right here on It's Okay. Peace.